this this week and the subsequent weeks we'll be talking about family it's not marriage seminar it's family it's not relationships it's not having a life partner it's family and I believe the Lord will lead us to understand and appreciate his idea of family. So for us to do that, I don't want to assume and start talking. So I want to discipline myself and then read the text. So if you, thank you. If you turn with me please to Genesis chapter 1. If we go to Genesis chapter one, uh, this is a, this is a teaching session. So Genesis one, and then from verse read from verse twenty four to twenty six. Genesis 1. Then God said, now I want you to follow the reading carefully. Then God said, let the earth bring forth the living creature according to its kind. Cattle and creeping things and beasts of the earth, each according to its kind. And it was so. 25. And God made the beast of the earth according to its kind. Cattle according to its kind. And everything that creeps on the earth according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. 26. Then God said, let us make man in our own image. According to our likeness, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Hallelujah. Amen. We'll pause there at 26. And then, go to 22. There's something I want to show there. 22. And God blessed them saying, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters in the seas and let birds multiply on the earth. Now you would realize, 22, the blessing is not for man. It's not for woman. The bl that blessing in 22 is for who? It's for the birds, it's for the cattle, it's for the living creatures, it's for the animal, it's for nature. Is for creation. But then, when you read after 26, God blesses man with that same blessing also. So let's go back to 26. Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. 
Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over every living thing that creeps on the face of the earth. Now go to 28. And God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. You see? Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. What's the difference between the two blessings? Between 22 and 28. What's the difference? Dominion. Subdue. Exactly. Therefore, that's why I said when I'm talking about family, I'm not talking about marriage only or relationship. We'll come to those ones. But the first idea of family that God had was what? That you will have dominion and subdue. Be fruitful and multiply is a blessing given to nature. So families who are only multiplying and being fulfilling that scripture are natural families. It's it's a blessing. But that is not where God wanted it to stop. God wants us, now we go back to verse 26, you see that he said, let us make man in our own image after our likeness. So that God's purpose of man was to display his glory, his power on the earth. And God is a family God. God works in family. So in Genesis 1, Bible said, God said, let us make man in our own image. Who was he talking to? His family. Let us make man in our own image. So God's idea of humanity was that we would bond as families. Because family is heaven's order. Now, when we go further, you will see even in heaven there is there are families. There is the heavenly family. There's the earthly family. In Ephesians, we are told about being knitted together as a heavenly family. So what is family? Family is therefore the number one institution that God made after creation. Is the number one institution or the first institution to be established after creation. So family is, has a divine order and a divine mandate. Family it has no business with human order. Family is God's own idea of how we should take dominion. So when he said, have dominion over the birds of the air, over the fish of the sea. In other words, have dominion over creation, over creature, over creation. So to have dominion over creation as children of God or as families of God that have been empowered, it means that we have to manifest the glory of God in our community, in our neighborhood, and in our nation. And we should be known as the family that brings the light of the gospel. So if you have a family, your family is not to have the biggest investment in the world. Well, if that investment is for world missions, then praise the Lord. 
If that investment is to promote the kingdom, praise the Lord. But if that investment is just to buy nice cars and have fancy holidays and send your kids to the best universities and that is all, then you are just a natural family. You are Because other people can do the same thing. But the difference is that you use it to God's glory. And God also knows that the family set up is able to attract these blessings. I was speaking to a friend from Canada yesterday, and he was telling me that there are three powerful families in Canada who actually run Canada. He mentioned their names. I'll check them out later. So they control a lot of infrastructure. In fact, they are companies, but they are run by families. They are owned by families. So if they cough, Canada catches a cold. That is how the world system is. The dominion is not that those people are too smart, but they have tapped into something God released. The dominion is in families. That is why the devil attacks families. He attacks family order. He attacks family systems. Because there are structures. Even sociologists tell us that the family is the basic order, the basic unit of society. So from the family, then you have a community, then you have a nation, then you have the world. So when God instituted families, God wasn't making a mistake. So when we come together, that is why it's important we are a family. Families is an entrusted treasure from God which we must nurture. What is family? I don't want to go into the definitions and the word means this in the Greek and the Hebrew and Latin, but if we do need it, we can make reference to it. But I'll just throw out a few ideas that links to family. I have four of them, or actually five. Right. The first one is lineage. Lineage or ancestry. So, a group of families who lay claim to a common origin. So, for example, the Israelites were divided into 12 tribes because they descended from the 12 sons of Jacob. And then they were, so they were, then they were divided into houses. So the house of Levi, the house of Judah, and all that. And then you realize that our Lord Jesus is said to come from the family of David, from the line of David. Now, he wasn't born by David, but family is so important to God that if you read Matthew before the Lord Jesus' birth is mentioned, it talks about the genealogy of Jesus Christ. And then he starts the tree from the very beginning all the way and trace it down to our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, when, when Adam and Eve lost the original idea of family, 
our Lord Jesus had to come and restore God's idea of family. So they had to trace everything from the beginning and then put him there to Nagar. So he had now come to form a new family of kingdom people. So for natural families, we are physically born into it. For spiritual families, we are born again into it. So there's a family that we have to belong to. To be children of God, we have to belong to the family of God by being born again into the family. So that when we are in church, we become, we are a family. And if we are a family, then we also play out as a family. Certain things can only be addressed in a family. Certain things can only be done in a family. Then we have a family which also refers to, one other word refers to offspring or children. Then we have another type which refers to even the unborn and the less fortunate. So even the unborn are classified as a family. That is why it is sad when the born are fighting the unborn, you are fighting your own family. The family is the vehicle for obedience to God's word. See, God never gave any instruction until the family came on the scene from Genesis. When the family came on the scene, God now said, that you can eat everything in this garden but the tree of knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. Therefore, the family is the vehicle of obedience to God's word. So God's word needs to be obeyed, but he knew that for his word to be obeyed, it had to be in the context of the family. Now, so look, if you go back now, if you go forward to Genesis chapter 8, you, you, you come to righteous Noah. When God was fed up with all the earth, what they were doing, he went to Noah, the family of Noah, and there was eight of them. And then he gave the commission of obedience to Noah's family. And said, build me an ark, tell the people it's going to rain, if they repent, they come into the ark, they'll be saved. So, God used a family again to preserve his word. Obedience to God's word through the family line. So families today have become something that God didn't intend. Families have become vehicles for disobeying God's word. Because we think that well, I work hard, I, I make the money, I, I, and everything is I. So then you forget that God is the center of everything. And then your family loses the attention that God needs to be given. Family is a vehicle for self-control. Somebody said, but why did God leave that fruit there if he knew? Well, if, if the fruit wasn't there, then what, 
why would he need a word? You, you, well, the food had to be there so that the word can be obeyed. If, if there was no, if there was no hell, why would there be preaching? Why would there be the gospel? There would be no need because there's no hell. You know, if there was no punishment, there wouldn't be any law. Because there's punishment, that's why there's law. Okay, so. It was for self-control. Our families are supposed to be places of self-control. It's also a place of true love. Remember Cain and Abel? Cain kills Abel. That was the corruption of family. When there is fighting, when there is killing. Cain killed Abel. True love was missing. And true love was missing because true worship was missing. Because when they offered their sacrifices, Cain's was rejected. He didn't come with a true heart. So, he lost true worship, he lost true love, and it led to murder. So if our families have true love for God, true worship of God, we will protect and defend one another from the evils. Of darkness. The family is also a place where the serpent walks around looking for an opportunity to strike. So Mr. Serpent comes, hey, Mrs. Eve, how are you? And then he preaches his own sermon, and then Mrs. Eve says amen to the sermon. Families are the place to defeat the devil. Now, you didn't hear that. Families are the place to defeat the devil. When the Lord came after they had sinned, he said, Because of what you have done, you will crawl on your belly all your life to the serpent. And actually, recently, I read an article on the BBC. They are trying to discover or find that actually there's a type of serpent prehistoric from fossil records that actually had legs. So... And then when, when the Bible said Jonah was swallowed by a big fish or by a whale, some people say, how can a fish swallow him? But did you know the blue whale is the biggest animal on earth? Biggest. The blue whale, its veins, the vein of the blue whale, you can crawl through it. You can crawl through the veins. That's how big it is. Then he said, I will put enmity between your seed and the seed of the woman. And you shall bruise his heel and he shall bruise your head. The devil is defeated in the families. Amen. 
You see, so is it any wonder the devil knew what God was planning? That is why he attacked. That's why he attacked the family because he knew what God was planning. So when he was able to attack, then he entered Cain and then he started the confusion. So God's idea of families is to reflect his glory, is to be heaven on earth. So anything that is not working according to God's plan, family shouldn't be an endurance, it should be an enjoyment. I speak life into your family in the name of Jesus. I pray divine restoration of order into your family in the name of Jesus. Because when we are receiving that blessing, which devil can come and cause? We will all rise up and stand the devil's head. But you see, if you wake up with a heavy burden because you are so infuriated, the devil is having a good day, he's having a laugh. His son is here. Because, and you know, when that happens, if you are upset in your own home, you can't command any demon to flee. You can't. The devil won't flee. He will come back into the wardrobe. So God wants us to have powerful families. Pure families. That will keep the kings and the abels together. Where we can offer true worship and have true love. Learning the art of family will make you a better man, a better woman, a better child. Learning the art of family. You'll be a better man if you learn the art of family. See, Adam didn't learn that. So his first reaction was, well, he didn't even say he added. He said, well, the woman... You gave me, gave it to me. So basically he acted blaming it on the woman. The woman too said, well, the serpent you created and didn't kill in time. So here's the, here's the mission of the family. The mission of the family is clear. To attack the works of the devil on earth to reflect God's glory. That is what it is. And the devil is also making sure he's attacking the family for that not to happen. So any way the devil can fight the family, he will. Any way, he will. Anything he will do, he will do it. That is why we have to be alert. We have to be smart. We have to rise and say, in the name of Jesus, we rebuke your lies. In the name of Jesus, we rebuke you. Whether you are married, now this is not, I'm not talking marriage yet. Because you are in a family, whether you are married or single. Whether you are married or single, if you learn the art of family, you will be a better single. You will learn that certain things can work. So, when the serpent comes around, you say, well, I hear you, but when God tells me to eat it, then I'll eat it. Amen. 
God desires that will build families. And as the church builds as a family, there is nothing the devil can do to overcome it, to, to stop us. We'll be unstoppable because we will be exhibiting God's grace, God's fullness, God's authority, God's power. Therefore, we have to pray and defend what God has entrusted to us in terms of the gift of family. If all the testimony of your family is that you have a big bank balance, Big bank balance, who knows, it doesn't cast out devils. It doesn't. Actually, the devil has more. He can give you more. But if your big bank balance says, or little bank balance says, this is to the glory and honor of God. And we are going to do this deliberately for God. Then there is honor. We are reflecting his glory and his power on the earth. Hallelujah. We shall look at structures of the family in subsequent studies. Where we will then understand the concept of marriage. We'll understand the concept of headship. The male, the female, the battle of the sexes, and all the other things. Because we are family. Because the Bible said Jesus has made of one blood. See, you are family because you are blood related. Somebody is your blood relation. Your family. But now in the kingdom we have been brought together by one blood. That is why we need to learn this art of family. If you are not a royal, if you are not a Windsor, you can be British. But if you are not a Windsor, there are certain places you can go. There are certain things you never enjoy. But if you are Windsor, if you are royal, yes. So heaven will be like that. That the blood of Jesus that has made us all one, made us into a family, will become our testimony. But then we would have to speak to our earthly family.
The serpent is still walking in the garden today. He didn't stop then. He still well, the garden is no more. But now he's walk he's still propagating his lies. We shall discover all of those. And as we expose the lies of the devil, he has no place to hide. Because our world today must recognize that God created families to glorify himself. He didn't create families to become opposed to the gospel. He didn't create families to become bullies. He didn't create families to become destroyers. He didn't create families to become dictators. He created families to glorify him. You see, and all these things, people will give account because God's idea, which we abuse or we misuse, Family is a covenant. In fact, the covenant you enter into without having to agree. Your brother is your brother because you were born. You didn't agree with him that we shall all be brothers. <laughs> yeah, your, your church member is a church member. You know, you, you met in church, you know. His covenant. But it is the honoring of the covenant. Why? Because we fear and love God. So when 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 Jesus was asking Peter, do you love me? He said, yes, I love you. Why didn't he ask Peter, do you love the sheep? No, no, no. He didn't say that. He said, do you love me? Peter said, yes, I feed my sheep. No. If he had turned the question the other way around, do you love the sheep? No. The <laughs> The answer may have been different. So he wasn't even, he said, do you love me? He said, yes, okay. So that is where it is settled. The covenant is agreed. Do you love God? Do you love God? Do you love Jesus? Okay, settled. So feed the sheep. Love your neighbor. Love your friend. Love your brother. Love your sister. Do you see? It is done. So he said, well, as for my family people, they are the name. Do you love God? Amen. Do you love Jesus? Amen. Love them. Yes. 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 So it is unto him. It is unto God. That is what we honor. We honor the covenant. We honor the keeper of the covenant. I fear that the institution of family is under sustained attack by the devil and it is time we exposed the evils of the devil. But 
when we get the basis of why God made family, then we can progress on the other things. And you see that your own family, you think God didn't just give you a wife so you could have a good time and have children. No. With the amount of life we have to live on earth, if God brings you a wife or a husband, there must be a purpose for it. There must be a reason. As I said, some people are, I've known, oh, I need a husband, I need a wife. Once they get a husband or a wife, they are like, you see, the commitments are too much these days. commitments are, you see, the little children, they wake up at midnight, I haven't slept since 4 a.m., my eyes are red. <laughs> anyway, it's not you, some people, it's not you. I'm just, I'm just referring to some people sometime, somewhere. But we need to be in that. So he said, feed my sheep. You know, sheep, goats, you don't have to worry. But sheep, you can bring the food and you have to actually go and catch it to come and put by the food for it to eat. Goat, goat will run after the food where it is. Sheep, you have to do extra work on sheep. Goat, you don't bother. Goat, nah. but sheep, you have to do. So, if the baby is waking up at 4 a.m., that is your blessing. Feed my sheep. Nah, I'm not just. Whatever, what I'm saying is, whatever challenges there are in the family line, you have to take that as your sacrifice to loving Jesus. So whatever challenges Peter was facing, the thing you keep remembering is, do you love me? Do you love me? Then you go, oh, then feed them, feed my sheep, feed my sheep. Or sometimes, if I have to switch a little into marriage, which I, I said I wasn't going to do, oh, I've given my all, my everything, now I can't anymore. Do you love me? Do you love me? Feed my sheep. Do you love me? He didn't say the sheep will eat the food. He just said feed them. He put the food down. They may not eat. Or they'll throw the food down. You have to put it again. It's a feed. Because if God has put me in a family, knowing that we don't have long to live on this earth, there must be a reason, and the family should not become a trap for me fulfilling God's command. It should be a vehicle. Therefore, some of us are living in entrapments, and we are saying, ah, you know, these days the women, these days the men, these days the marriages, these days the land. No, the devil is robbing you. And we rebuke the devil in Jesus' name. Whatever it will take for you to break out of that shackle to glorify God, let it be in the name of Jesus. I've met people who said, if I had a boss some time ago, when I was get, about to get married, he wasn't too keen because I was trying to invite them. He said, me, marriage don't work for me. 
because he married twice and it all so for him marriage now nah. he will wish you well but for him no nah. well and you don't blame him he's had two experiences why the devil is doing that deliberately the devil is doing that deliberately But that shall not be your portion. In Jesus' name. That shall not be your portion. You shall have a family that is God-honoring, God-fearing, power-fulfilled. Hallelujah. That will command wealth to promote the kingdom of God. See, so that is why when we are working, we should be thinking that one day, you know what? All these charities and foundations we are we apply funding to. It's families that set them. You know that. Sometimes an individual, but they are doing good. We need Christian foundations. So say, I will set up a Christian foundation that will supply missionaries and sponsor pastors Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. That is what the families are for. Because God brings resources into the families. That's what he does. He pours resources into the families. So you see that some families, there's so much resources, but somebody's just wasting it. It's the devil. Somebody's just wasting it. Or you see, you have an uncle who is very rich, but he doesn't care about anybody. He's just blowing the money anywhere, anyhow. It is an error. It's wrong. It's the devil robbing. The family has to enjoy that wealth and use it for God's glory. So we need to recover some things. We need to bring some things to the altar and say, God, this family you put me in there is not working as your word ordained. I command by divine ordinance that it shall work according to your glory. It shall work. Because the commission to the family is this. Now I'm concluding with this, right? Genesis 3.16. Now it's so interesting. Genesis 3.16 and John 3.16. Genesis 3.16 was the promise of the Messiah. John 3.16 says... And God gave the Messiah. He said, Genesis 3.16, he said, I'll put enmity between the woman's seed and you. So, where is the woman's seed coming from? The family. Every family has a seed that is a threat to the devil. So, because the devil don't want that, he's attacking the family like mad. When we come to family structures, we'll deal with that. Every family has something that has to be a threat to the devil. Whether it is your, your prayer, whether it is your giving, whether it's your devotion, whether it's your evangelism, whether it's your commitment to church. Joshua said, as for me and my house, we will do what? He said, 
Some people say, well, that was a weak statement. He's the leader. He should have said, all of you must serve the Lord. No, he was talking to people who had revelation. Joshua was a military commander. He could have ordered everybody serve the Lord. But he said, even there are certain things that don't need military command. It needs revelation. So he said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I pray divine revelation into your family. Do you know that in families there are said military commands don't work in families? No, no, military, it doesn't work. Do you know that President Putin and his wife are separate divorce? President Putin is a strong man, but hey, his wife is gone. He couldn't, military commands don't work. It's revelation. <laughs> so he said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Will serve the Lord. When God reveals Himself, when before the family came, there was a revelation. Adam fell into a deep sleep. A deep sleep. It was a revelation. So as soon as he woke up, he said, Ah, this is what I've been seeing in that this is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. It was a revelation. Before Joseph, before Joseph married Mary, when he thought, no, I can't do this now, she's pregnant, the angel appeared to him in a dream. It was a revelation. He said, listen, listen, listen. This is not natural family. You are being positioned to be the guardian of something great. Don't mess up, man. Don't mess up. He said, oh, yes, sir. When he saw the angel and the way the angel was serious, he said, I surrender. Revelation. So he came back and said, okay, I want the, the woman. People say, ah, but why? Who is? What? You tell. He said, hey, please. I want the woman. I know what I've seen. May our families have divine encounters in the name of Jesus. For divine turn around in the name of Jesus. And then we will defeat the devil. We defeat the devil. Children in families will deal with all that. See, when we want to plug him into God's will, God's purpose, God's idea, and it shall be so. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let's rise up. Let's rise up to our feet. God bless you today. Hallelujah. Every family is preserved by God for his glory. You know, the reference God gave to Father Abraham was that I know Abraham for he will command his house. That means I know Abraham because he will lead his family to me. That's what I'm saying. Families are important to God. That's where you spend most of your life, most of your time. We shall deal with, well, what if you are divorced? What if you are single? What if, we shall deal with those things 
Like, or what if you don't have children? You know, right now we are not dealing with marriage. We are just dealing with family. So sometimes you may be the least in the family, but God then expects you to be the light. So when King Saul was anointed, he said, me, I'm the least in my, in, in my father's house. And even in my father's house, we are the least in the tribe of Benjamin, which is also the small, the, Benjamin was the youngest one, which is also the smallest tribe in all of Israel. So you've come to the wrong man, but God will raise you to be the deliverer in your family. Amen. God is anointing people to be the deliverer in their families. Because we have to redeem the purpose of God for the family. So even though you may not look like the most qualified, you can tell in your family head, there are bigger, more eloquent, more sharp, more powerful people than you are. You know it. Eh? But God is choosing you. Hallelujah. God is choosing you. 